Hello, I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley. And I'm her daughter, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Heidi and I want to welcome you to Open to Hope Conversations, the podcast. We believe that the greatest gift you can give yourself after a loss is hope, using this moment to connect with others who have not only survived, but thrived. So let's get started. Welcome to the Open to Hope Show. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley, with my daughter and co-host, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Well, Heidi, um, I love the show we're going to do today because sibling loss, I know, is so dear to your heart. And sibling loss at any age is such a tough thing. And I hadn't even thought about it till um, I got a look at uh, Emma Poor's book and the idea that, and her thoughts on the idea that it doesn't matter what age you are when you lose a sibling, uh, it, it hurts. So what Well, I, well yeah. and it's interesting, Mom, because I think there's this, this myth out there that if you're older, it doesn't hurt. And also if you're younger. Mm-hmm. So maybe if you were one or two or three or maybe, you know, and that, that isn't true because it still impacts you in profound ways. So I'm very interested to do the show today. And like you said, sibling loss is near and dear to my heart. So we will be talking, as, as you said, mom, about sibling loss hurts at any age. And our guest today is Emma Poor. Emma is a writer and illustrator with creative background in theater and design. And she's written a really wonderful book called, Where Are You, Liddy? A Picture Book for Young Siblings and Families Managing the Loss of a Baby. So welcome to the show, Emma. Hi, thank you very much for having me. And Emma comes all the way from England, which we're excited about. Tell us about your child that passed away. Liddy, yes. Um, um, So Liddy died um, 10 years ago. um, And um, my son George uh, was three years old at the time. Um, And Liddy was stillborn. I was sort of six months. um, So I was very much showing... Um, George was very aware that, you know, there was a baby on the way and he was very excited um, to um, have a, a sibling um, to come along. Um, and so, yeah, we were all really, really excited um, about welcoming um, a new baby into the family. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't know that uh, we were going to have a girl um, until, until the day she was born. I think um, for George, um, because he was three, um, he... Well, he was very aware, obviously, that um, the baby was, was not going to be coming home. And um, he was very worried about where she was. And because of his age, he didn't understand um, death, really. There's a lot to do with cognitive development at this age, um, something I wasn't aware of um, at the time until I um, talked to SANS, actually SANS, um, the Stillbirth and Neonatal Death Charity here in the UK. Um, and they helped me tremendously, actually, um, when I called them, because I was sort of making mistakes, really, um, saying to George, I wanted to soften the death somehow for him. Um, and so I said things like she um, she was sleeping, she'd gone to sleep, uh, or that she was ill. And then, of course, George would not want to go to sleep um, or would worry when he was ill that he was going to die. Um, and there were lots and lots of questions that he had, which as a parent, um, I think um, was very, very difficult to answer, but actually um, Sands helped me to realize that by talking openly, honestly with him in an an age appropriate way, we would go through this grief journey, we would move forward 
um, and be um, much stronger as a family um, and, and much sort of healthier really from talking about it than, um, than not really. Um, well, Emma, you're, you're making a really good point because people, adults, find it very comforting when somebody hears that they die peacefully in their sleep. And yeah. children are very concrete. They don't think abstractly. And that's very scary because when children hear that, they think, oh my gosh, if I fall asleep, will I die also? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, um, and so, yeah, I think we, we want, as, as grown-ups, we want to... Um, we, we don't want to open them up to that sort of hurt and we want to try and but actually it's not it's not not the best thing to do i would say it, it's important i think to be honest and the, the story is a true story of the questions and the conversations that we had as a family um george obviously was three but but henry was born after liddy and one of the questions george did ask me was is this baby going to die too um and as a parent you you desperately want to say no this baby's going to be fine. Um, but also there's a very fine line between, you know, if, if, that, if that had not happened, if, if Henry had not been, been born um, safely, then um, that would have opened up another, I think, uh, real sort of problem for, for George. He was very, very anxious about it. Um, and it was important to talk to him in a, in a honest and, and, and open way, but, but reassure him as much as possible and obviously say to him, you know, we were, we were going for extra scans that we were, you know, hoping very much that this baby was going to, um, you know, come and bless us as a family. Um, and, you know, thank, thankfully, um, you know, Henry did arrive um, safely and um, he very much, when he was old enough, wanted to know about Liddy. He naturally started to ask questions about her. Um, and we do, obviously, as a family, um, do little things to remember her um you know regularly um at christmas we have a special decorations that we hang on the tree um and at easter time we have um you know we have an easter tree as well and there are special decorations there are sort of pictures and and things like that so she's very much part of our life and we we, we still talk about her all the time and um we obviously have somewhere that we go to um, her special sort of place that we go to. Tell us uh, why you wrote the book. This is the book. Oh, okay. Yes, there's, lot, there's lots of different, um, I mean, it's an, it's an uplifting book. There really weren't any picture books for me to read mm -hmm. with George. Um, and I think, you know, a lot of them were perhaps to do with animals. And when I did look at those with George, he was like, but that's not my baby sister. And so mm -hmm. I've, I, um, it was something that, I felt quite passionate about at the time and then I years later went on a writing course with the sort of intention to write something quite different um, and the book just came out um, I'm, I, I don't have any you know training formal training as a writer or, or, an, or an illustrator as such um, but it's something that I've sort of worked on over the last three years really um, and it's a nice positive message for the boys as well I think to see that um, something positive, you know, can come out of something so, so sad and tragic. Um, and they've been, you know, really pleased to see it, um, you know, it, it come to print and, um, you know, that, it, that it's now a reality and hopefully it is helping, you know, other, other you siblings. It's, this is George talking. So he said, I wanted to fly up in a rocket to see her. 
Mummy says we can't go where she is now. I asked what happened to Liddy, where she went, how she got there and who is looking after her. Mummy says she's a special kind of fairy in the magical land. Mm. Why can't I go there and see her? Where is it? I looked in my map book, but I couldn't find it. So I went to ask Daddy. How can people get a hold of your book? Um, from, my, from my website, um, mainly, um, which is um, my name, www.emmapore.co.uk. Um, and I'm also, um, the book's also available on Amazon. Um, and um, yes, those are my main sort of contacts. And then you, you can see that I'm on Twitter and Instagram as well. And it's supported by the SANS charity and Miscarriage Association that helped you so much. That's right. I, I, it was really important for me um, to give back to them because, as I say, their bereavement helpline was really the only support I had, really. I think leaving hospital 10 years ago, um, there was no bereavement suite. There was no bereavement midwife. Um, you know, I, I gave birth to Lizzie on the main maternity ward and coming home just felt completely, we, we just felt completely alienated really. And I think that there was, there was really not the help that there is now, I hope. And obviously SANS is campaigning for, um, for, for, for lots more bereavement suites and maternity midwi bereavement midwives. Thank you, Emma. And thank you so much for helping siblings navigate through this very unique and challenging experience of losing a sibling. Thank you. And thanks everybody for watching the show today. And Heidi and I want to remind you always that if you've lost hope, lean on ours until you find your own and God bless. I'm Dr. Heidi Horsley. You have been listening to Open to Hope, the podcast. You can follow Open to Hope on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. To learn more, visit us at opentohope.com and go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe. I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley. Join us again next week for another Open to Hope conversation, where we invite you to lean on our hope until you find your own.